Welcome to the Limitless Life Podcast. You are listening to episode 31. And today, we are going to be talking about one of my favorite topics, which is manifestation. I'm going to be clearing up some misconceptions around manifestation, talking about what it actually is, and giving you my fluff-free steps to manifesting. So stick around. Are you feeling stuck in life or in business? Maybe you're not making the money that you know you should be making. Or are you finding yourself in opposing patterns? One minute you're in high performance mode, and the next you feel totally drained and burnt out. If any of that sounds familiar, then this podcast is for you. I'm Brenda Johnson, and this is the Limitless Life Podcast, a place where I help entrepreneurs like you become high performers. After changing my own relationship to money and success so I could turn my passion into profit, I decided it was time to help others do the same. I am obsessed with the power of the subconscious mind and helping you tap into it so you can finally have the limitless life that you're supposed to have. Holy schnitzel, I had to record the intro to this podcast like six times today. I don't even know what was going on. I could not get the words out of my mouth. I could not say the words, the limitless life, without choking on my words. I just want to let you know, when I do these podcasts, I don't edit them very much. Um, I just, one, don't want to spend a lot of time editing because I want to keep these as real as possible. So sometimes when I lose my train of thought or when my words get messed up, like that's real shit. That's actually happening. I should have actually left the intro because it was quite hilarious. But anyways, you know how I am. I like to just dive into these things and not babble on about things that don't actually matter. I'm going to be talking today about fluff-free manifesting, my five steps to how you do this. I want to talk about what manifesting is. I want to talk about what manifesting isn't. I want to talk about what's happening if you're not able to manifest. This is such an interesting topic. I mean, I've been manifesting my whole entire life, and here's the real secret for you. So have you. You just probably don't realize it. It's funny because when The Secret came out, that movie, I'm sure you've all heard of it, or the book, so many years ago, it kind of gave us the fundamentals of like what manifesting was, and it also left out a whole whack of stuff as far as I'm concerned. So when I was sitting there, you know, wishing and visualizing and praying that things were just going to drop out of the sky into my lap... I was kind of pissed off, you know, in my mansion and my sports cars and my private jet didn't just show up. (laughs) So over the years, I've kind of, I don't know, been testing how I manifest things, been tracking how I do it. I've paid attention to some of the bigger things I manifested. How did I do it? I paid attention to some of the little things. How did I do it? This is actually the first time that I'm documenting kind of how I manifest and how I teach my clients to manifest. Like I've never actually went through the process. So this was really interesting for me because I always make um, notes for the podcast so I stay on track. 
And so writing this down is really interesting for me. Let's start by talking about what is manifesting. Manifesting simply means to make something real. And before we get into like the things that I do to manifest, like most things, there are all sorts of people who do things all sorts of ways. You guys need to find the method that works and feels best for you. This is what I do. It's what I teach my clients to do. They have been successful doing it. So now I want to share it with you. So like I said at the very beginning of this, what is manifestation? It's the process of making things real. It is the process of bringing your ideas, your concepts, your visions, your dreams from your inner world, so your imagination inside of you, into your outer world where you can experience these things that you've made real with your five senses. I want you to know that each and every one of you is a magnificent, powerful manifester. All you need to do is learn to tap into your subconscious mind and the unlimited abundance of the universe, okay? You can start right now to attract abundance in all areas of your life by setting your intention to become more magnetic to money and abundance. This intention is an important step towards having all of the things that you desire in your life. So what I want you all to do now, unless you are driving, you need to be safe while you do this, is I want you to put your hand on your heart. And I know some of you are going to be like, oh, this feels so weird. Yeah, just trust. It's part of this journey. Put your hand on your heart. And I want you to say out loud after me. This is my time. Universe. I am ready. Show me the next steps. And then you're going to take a big deep breath in and you're going to let that out. And you are going to know that just by stating that intention, you're already opening yourself up to being able to manifest the things that you want to manifest. I want you to let go of thinking about what you don't have, first of all, or what's missing from your life. And I want you to take time to be grateful for what already exists in your life before you even sit down to attempt to try to manifest more stuff into your life. And I'm going to talk a little bit about why that is so important as we dive into this. I've also had people ask me, you know, if you have to be super spiritual to be able to manifest things. I mean, obviously... It's the intention behind what you're trying to manifest. So if you're on a path of spiritual growth, growth, not gross, it's going to help you open to being able to manifest in different ways because you're manifesting from a place of love instead of trying to do it from a place of fear. So sure, maybe... For some people, being on a more spiritual path does help them manifest. But what I'm going to tell you is my whole life, like when I was younger, when I was manifesting, I was not on a spiritual path yet. So I don't know, six of one, half dozen of the other. It's the intention, right? If you strongly believe that you're a 
friggin' magnificent manifester, then that's where you're going to be. So what are some of the things that I've manifested in my life? Well, when I was a little kid, I would manifest things all the time. There was this hideous piggy bank. And I think I've talked about this before. When I was in grade one, there was this lion piggy bank and it was made of like hodgepodge and it was full of money. And I remember sitting there going, that is my piggy bank because I wanted the money that was in the piggy bank. And every day I would go home and I would visualize holding the piggy bank. I knew exactly how much it weighed because I had picked it up in class. I would imagine shaking the piggy bank and hearing the money move around. I could feel the texture of the piggy bank. I bought one ticket to try to win that piggy bank and it was 50 cents. I remember like it was yesterday. And there was a two week process between the time I bought the ticket to win the piggy bank and between the time that I did win the piggy bank. And I remember going in every day and looking at the piggy bank going, oh, there's my piggy bank. I can't wait to take it home. Oh, I wonder how I'm going to get that home. Am I going to put it in my bag? Is my mom going to come and pick me up? Because it was pretty heavy. Every day I visualized that piggy bank as my own until it was my own. So there's me in grade one being consistent, visualizing that that had already happened and it was already my piggy bank. That's one crazy example from when I was a little kid. When I worked in corporate uh, years ago, they had Christmas hamper um, families. So they would do all sorts of things to like raise money. And there was an iPod and it was one of the new ones back in the old days that had the screen. And I was teaching fitness classes at the time. And I remember walking by the iPod, looking at my friend and saying, oh, there's my new iPod. And he looked at me like I was nuts, first of all. And every day I would visualize that I was teaching my class with that iPod. I would feel the weight of the iPod. I would imagine touching the apps on the iPod. I would imagine putting it in my purse. I would imagine downloading music on it. Like it was my iPod. I would imagine plugging it in. I even went down to the room where we taught fitness classes to look at the plugs to see how I plug it in. And then the action I took to get the iPod was obviously buying a ticket. So guess who won the iPod? Everybody was like, what are you? Some kind of weird witch? Because I would manifest things like that all the time. Then obviously some of the bigger things, like I literally could go on and just have a whole podcast about all of the things I've manifested in my life, but that would be really boring. But I want to give you examples of like little things I manifested and then like big things I manifested. So obviously I manifested being able to leave my corporate job, which I'm going to talk a bit more about. I manifested creating a six figure business within six months. I manifested my Range Rover, which I'm also going to talk about. There's a piece to manifesting where you kind of need to ask for this or something better. And that's a perfect example of it. So we're going to get into all of this and I'm going to give you my five steps. So I've been babbling enough. Let's jump into this. Step number one, make space. The first thing you need to do when you're going to manifest something is you need to declutter your negative beliefs. So... What does that look like? Well, I'm going to talk about manifesting abundance and money and stuff because that's what most people want to be manifesting. 
I also want to clear this up. When I say declutter your negative beliefs and your negative thoughts, it does not mean that you need to be positive all the time. Like that would not be realistic. This is where you are going to start writing down any beliefs you have around money, any beliefs that are emotionally charged for you, any negative beliefs. So what did you hear when you were a kid? What did you see? What did you watch? Write down anything that's a painful memory or has an emotional charge to it. This is what I mean by decluttering those negative beliefs. And then this is where forgiveness comes in. Forgiveness is such an overlooked tool, especially when it comes to manifesting. And I used to bring it in later on in the process until I realized forgiveness is literally the foundation for me anyways and many of my clients to being able to create and manifest the things that you want. So write down everything that's a painful memory or has an emotional charge to it. And then you can use a technique called Ho'oponopono. You can do EFT tapping, whatever feels right for you to let these memories go. You're also going to clear and make space in your physical environment. If you're trying to manifest money and your wallet and your purse is full of crap, there's no room for more abundance to come in. Take a look around your house. Where do you pay your bills? Is that area clean and tidy? Like that, all, you need space. <laughs> like I said before, you want to buy new shoes, put them in your closet, but you have no room in your closet. You have to take out some of your old shoes to make room for the new shoes. Or in my case, purses, because I love purses. Forgiveness is so important because it releases energetic blocks and stuck emotions. You need to get clear. You need to create a space in your container for more abundance to be able to come to you. So this is a key step, a crucial, I'm going to use the word crucial. Decluttering is a crucial step. And being able to manifest. Forgiveness is a crucial step in being able to manifest. Step number two, you need to get clear. What is it that you actually desire? This is really, really important. And you know, you may think that your goals are good ones, but sorry to be harsh, they may actually suck <laughs> because you aren't being specific. Here's the thing. Ladies, especially, this is something you tend to struggle with because you don't like to ask for what you want or you just don't know how to ask for what you want because maybe you've heard throughout your whole entire life things like, oh, you should just be happy with what you have. Yeah, I know you've heard it because I heard it. This is especially true when it comes to income goals. Oh, you should just be happy with the job that you have. Some people don't even have jobs. Vague intentions or goals confuse your subconscious mind and they confuse the universe. This is where some people will would beg to differ with me and they would say, well, you don't need to be too specific because then it just, you get attached to things. Yeah, exactly, which is what I'm gonna talk about. You need to be specific without being attached. Imagine we're sitting in a restaurant together and the server comes up and looks at you and says, what can I get for you? And you look at the server and you're like, oh, I'll have food. But you don't tell them specifically what you want. So they bring you some 
like totally random and unexpected food, maybe you'll like it. <laughs> but if you were specific, you would know for sure that you were going to like it. If you're not being specific and setting intentions that are clear, don't be pissed off when you get random results. Ironically, that also goes with communication in general, even when you're communicating with other human beings. Just throwing that out there. There are so many ways to set goals and intentions. I want you to know that your intent to have something directs your energy and focuses it on the goals. Hence, the thing you are trying to manifest. When you have a clear intention to have something, you generate this energy that is focused like a freaking laser beam to go out and get it. Have you ever tried to create something and then you're sitting there and you're like, ooh, I don't know if it's possible or mm, I don't know if I could actually have that. And then you just gave up as soon as an obstacle pops up or you felt like what you wanted was too hard or impossible to have. That's because the goal you set or the intention you're setting is not strong enough. And so your subconscious mind and the power of the universe is just going to be like, meh, she doesn't actually want this. So you have to get clear on what you want, set the intention, and then you're going to release the attachment to that, which is, we'll talk about that. So like I was saying, so many ways to set goals and intentions. And I get asked a lot, what rituals do I use? What are the best affirmations to use? Do I have to do special meditations or hypnosis programs? Do I sit and light a candle? Do I need a special book or a special pen or a special crystal? Here's the thing. I, as you know, obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, am very spiritual. I do personally have crystals and a cute journal that I use specifically for writing intentions. But you don't need any of that stuff to manifest. And I don't use it all of the time. All you need to know is what do you desire? Write this down unless you're driving. What do you desire? When do you want to have it by? And why do you desire it? Fluffy goals and intentions are going to get you fluffy results and unexpected results and results that leave you going, what the frick? So a fluffy goal and intention would be something like writing, I want to have more money. I want to lose weight. I want to be happy. Oh, this is the one I hear so often. I want financial freedom. Well, the universe and your subconscious mind don't have a fucking clue what any of those things mean because they're vague. I had a client once. She said she wanted an extra $2,500 a month. And she ended up manifesting it. But she was frustrated because suddenly she had three new clients. But those clients wanted evening sessions. Those clients were actually going to bring her $3,000 a month. But she wasn't specific. All she said is... What would it take to have an extra $2,500 a month? She didn't set the boundaries. When I set the intention to leave my corporate job in 2018, my why was really powerful. You have to understand that it's your why, the reason why do you desire the thing that you're trying to manifest. Your why moves you forward. The emotion attaches to it and that's what pushes you forward. So when I set the intention, to leave my corporate job in 2018, that why was so powerful. Going into that place every day by that point made me sad. 
the energy was toxic in there to me. I literally, and it sounds like I'm being a drama queen, when I walked into that building every day by that point, I felt like a piece of my soul was being sucked out of me. There was so much BS to deal with on a daily basis. I hated going in there and I wanted to create a life doing something that made me happy. Those emotions attached to my why, they're what keep, they're, here, see, this is where I get tongue twisted. Those emotions are what kept me focused on my end goal, which was leaving that corporate job by October of that year, which was my birthday. I knew that my resignation letter was going to go in on September 25th. I knew that I would be done by October the 12th. I had no idea how it was going to happen, but I knew as long as I was taking consistent action that it would happen. Oh yeah, and as part of that intention, I wanted to have 30K in debt paid off and an extra 20K in my bank account. So did that happen? Did I manifest it? Yes, I did. Because I was open to how it could happen. In that situation, I happened to be uh, remortgaging my house at the time. And so we were able to consolidate some things. So this is where it's about being open to how things can happen for you. And some people look at that and go, well, you didn't manifest that. Yeah, I did fucking manifest that. You have to understand that manifestation comes in different forms. You can manifest things by buying it. So what I want you to understand though, here's where the magic comes in. So I was consolidating things with my mortgage. I still didn't have the 20K in the bank. Had no idea how it was gonna come. I was expecting to have maybe like $8,000 left from consolidating. I go into my phone app, my bank app, the one day, and I open the app and there's $23,000 sitting in my bank account. <laughs> and I checked that bank account for five days straight because I was convinced that maybe they made a mistake and they were gonna take it out. And I remember sending my coach a screenshot going, here's the money. That is where the magic comes in. Trusting the process. It just so happens they overestimated what needed to be paid out. And so I had the $23,000 in the bank, which was gonna be my safety net when I left corporate. <laughs> So here's an example of being specific. The client who wanted the extra 2,500 or better a month, the way to be more specific with that would have been to say, I want two to three new clients by the end of the week who pay full price for my highest packages. So then it's leaving it open, but it's also setting boundaries that they're going to be the typical client who work with her, like when her other clients would tend to work with her. Also, if you're trying to manifest something that's going to cost you money, like my Range Rover, for example, you have to have an idea of how much the thing that you want to manifest is going to cost. The reason for this is that you could have it in your head that something's going to cost way more than it actually does. And then you start doubting yourself and then your why gets kind of smothered and then your intention kind of fizzles out and then you give up. Knowledge is power when it comes to manifesting. So let's talk about this detachment thing. You've gotten clear on what you want. You've set your intention or your goal or whatever you want to call it. Now, 
You need to release your attachment to the outcome. You have to understand it's not actually the thing that you want, it's the feeling that you want to have. So detaching just means letting go of the outcome. You're going to be present in each moment. A gardener doesn't plant a seed and then go dig it up every day, do they, to see if something's growing? Stop looking for proof that it's working or getting impatient and just trust. When you surrender and trust and release the need to know how things are going to work, that's when you begin to release your energetic resistance. You start to raise your vibration and you open yourself up to all of the possibilities. Like me not knowing how I was going to get the extra $20,000. Not only did I get $20,000 to be able to leave, I got $23,000. That's where the this or something better thing comes in. So start just asking for things. What would it take to have an extra $5 tomorrow? When you're setting your intentions, you want to give deadlines to things. So that's another way of being specific. What is it that you want? When do you want it by? And why do you want it? I wanted to have the $20,000 in my bank account. So I had some sort of um, security blanket or safety net when I left the corporate job, just in case. Because remember, this isn't all about sunshine and rainbows flying out of your bum. You also have to be a little bit realistic sometimes. Speaking of realistic, this is a big step, by the way, if you haven't figured that out. When you are setting your intention, when you are setting your goal, you need to be somewhat realistic, especially, so here's an example. If you are trying to manifest a million dollar a year, but you've never even made like $5,000 a month or $10,000 a month, your subconscious mind is gonna go haywire, come up with all of these subconscious conflicts, and the universe is just gonna be like, no, they're not ready for a million dollars because they can't even handle the money that they have now. It's very simple to overcome this. Just upsize. Is that the right word? Yeah, I'm going to say just upsize. Go to the next thing. So if you've never made $5,000 a month, start by saying what would it take to have an, be making a consistent $5,000 or better a month? then go to 10,000, then maybe you go to 20,000, then you can have $50,000 months. Start where you are, but one step better. If you're like, man, I want to start manifesting right now, but you have no idea what you want to actually manifest, start by looking at the circumstances in your life. What are you not happy with right now? Health, love, money, anything. Take a look at your life. What are you not happy with? And set the intention to have the opposite show up. So if you're in a relationship that's not fulfilling you, set the intention to help heal the relationship or show you the way out. Ask yourself, what is the single most important thing that I could create right now? That is a great place for you to start if you don't know specifically what you want to create. Woo, I know, step two. That's a huge one. So now we are on to step three. And step three is a really cool one. And this is something I've been teaching my clients to do for years. You're going to create anchors, positive anchors. So like I said earlier, you don't have to be 100% positive all the time. That would be unrealistic, obviously. 
Your positive thoughts do create a higher vibration, but like don't freak out over a negative thought. It happens. You're human. In fact, sometimes thinking about what could go wrong can actually help you manifest things. I'm going to tell you a story. Michael Phelps, the Olympic swimmer who was probably one of the most incredible swimmers I've ever watched. When he was training for the Beijing Olympics, his coach, and not just for those Olympics, but every time he trained, his coach would have him visualizing. His coach would teach him how to think positive, see the wind, feel the wind, see yourself standing on the podium. What does it feel like when the gold medal is around your neck? What does it feel like when you're swimming? What Michael's coach did not know until after Michael won those Olympics was that Michael actually got bored of visualizing the positive stuff. So he started thinking about what could go wrong during his swim. What could go wrong that would prevent him from having the gold medal? Turns out he visualized what it would be like to do the swim and not be able to see. Maybe his goggles didn't work. Maybe his eyes or they fogged up or they leaked or whatever. So he was visualizing how many strokes it took to get to the end of the pool, how long it took him, visualizing all of the things that could go wrong. And what do you know? He gets in the pool to swim for that Olympics, to swim for that gold medal, and his goggles were leaking. So he had actually anticipated and thought about all of the negatives that could go wrong. And it turned out helping, it helped him to win that gold medal because he didn't freak out when things didn't go as expected. He knew exactly how many strokes it took to get to the end of the pool. And so that's what he did. He counted in his head and he knew that he was going to win the gold medal. So there you go. It's a great example of not always having the positive thoughts. Now, I'm not saying you should dwell on everything that could go wrong, but my point is staying 100% positive all of the time just isn't realistic and it's frustrating and it will lead to you giving up on your manifesting goals. By the way, if you guys are liking this information, I just wanna let you know that in April, I'm going to be hosting a free masterclass. If you want more information about this, because I don't have the details out yet, I'm going to put the link in the show notes, but you can go to bit.ly forward slash limitless masterclass and get yourself on the VIP list so you're one of the first people to know about the masterclass. I'm going to be doing something different than I've ever done before. It's not going to be a Facebook Live. It's actually going to be a Zoom call. So you're going to be able to see me, I'm going to be able to see you, we're actually going to be able to have conversations and it's going to be really cool and I'm excited. Just want to let you know about that. Let's carry on, shall we? So as I was saying before, it's not realistic to always be thinking positive 100% of the time. But there is, however, a technique you can use to bring yourself back into state, to bring yourself back into a high vibe state and it's called creating an anchor. Anchors are also great for doing things like if you are afraid of public speaking, you create an anchor before you go out and it gives you the confidence to do what you need to do. People like Tony Robbins use anchors all the time. I have anchors before I speak in front of people. I have anchors before I record these podcasts. I have anchors for tons of things. 
This does not have to be difficult. I'm going to teach you some very basic ways to set anchors. When it comes to manifesting, part of the process is, you know, staying present with the goal that you're trying to create. So like when I was leaving corporate every day, I visualized myself pushing that paper across the table to my manager, my, the resignation paper. When I was manifesting my Range Rover every day, I visualized driving the Range Rover, even though I had no idea what it felt like to drive it. So here's a great way to set an anchor and it's super simple. Change your passwords to something related to your goal, like six figure earner. When I was leaving corporate, I changed my password to six figure earner 2018 because that's the year I was leaving. So think about how often you have to log into a computer, right? Setting your password on computers or phones or whatever to something that relates to your goal is basically, it brings you back into that excited higher vibe state and every time you type that password in, you're literally turning your brain on to go after that target. So change your passwords, put a picture on your lock screen of your phone of whatever it is you're trying to manifest. Um, put a picture on your laptop. Remember manifesting means to make something real. So these little anchors help keep you focused on your end goal. Some people have bracelets that say things. I also have a tattoo on my wrist that's in Tibetan. It says, believe it's one of my anchors. I'm not saying you should go get tattooed. I'm just saying <laughs> there are tons of ways you can set positive anchors and it's these little steps that just keep you keep bringing you back keep reminding you of your why keep you excited it's so important <laughs> to stay in that kind of excited um vibration when you're manifesting step four this is one of the steps that is really really important and most people skip over it. It's about creating your identity. Be, do, have. It's a very common formula that you've probably heard. If you want to manifest something, you need to be the person who has it. You need to do the things that that person does so that you can have the thing that you want to do. If you're manifesting six or seven figures, do you have the money habits to be able to handle this? The universe and your subconscious mind will not give you more of what you want if you can't handle what you already have. So this is one of the reasons why a lot of the lottery winners within like the first year of winning a huge windfall don't have any money because they have not changed their habits. They are still the person who maybe didn't have the money. <laughs> if you want to start manifesting things like a dream house you need to start looking at the houses yes you may not have the house but you need to be the person who's able to get the dream house i have my friend and real estate agent sending me properties all the time am i in a position to be able to buy the dream house right at this moment no but i'm in the process of manifesting it i need to know what is available so that I can step into being the person who's able to have the dream house. I need to be the person, do the things that she does, so I can have the dream house. 
big things start to happen when you step into the person that you need to become to have the things that you desire. If you are trying to manifest love, for example, are you out there bitching and complaining that there's no good men around? If you're trying to manifest health, are you moving your body? Are you working with coaches who can help clear you out on the inside? Are you sitting on your ass eating donuts all day? Because that's not going to move you towards the thing that you want to have. When I was manifesting, leaving my day job and getting my Range Rover, I had to become the person who had a great relationship with money. It's why I'm able to teach the things that I teach now. It's why I'm able to help other people transform because I stepped into that new version of myself. And this is the step that a lot of people have trouble with because in their heads they're like, well, I don't need to be anybody but who I am right now. Okay, do you have the things that you desire right now? No, there's a reason for that. (laughs) You need to become the person who has those things. You have to develop the habits. You need to take the actions. This is so, so, so important. Be, do, have. Remember that. Now we're on to step five. This one's a big one too. I'm realizing as I'm recording this that like these are all pretty big and pretty important. Number five, you need to be open to receiving. (laughs) This is big, especially if you've already been doing like steps one to four and you're like, uh, why am I not manifesting the things that I want to manifest? So many women especially are closed off to receiving. And this is a huge problem because if you're closed off to receiving, you're literally putting a big wall up to your subconscious mind in the power of the abundant universe and saying, nope, I'm good. I don't actually want to receive. (laughs) I know what you're thinking. You're like, no, 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 no. I'm open to receiving. But are you? On a conscious level, you might be. But subconsciously, you may have some crazy subconscious conflicts going on. And you're probably blocking abundance without even realizing it. Let me ask you this. Do you ever feel guilty because maybe you've had a success and you think it's going to make somebody else close to you feel bad? Maybe a friend or a spouse or a parent? And being closed off to receiving can show up in like small ways too. Maybe you don't ever let people buy you a tea or a coffee. I used to totally be like that. I thought I had to prove my independence by saying no. No, no, I've got it. Then I kind of realized how it made me feel when I was trying to do something nice for somebody and that person got all weird. So I detached from the situation. I was like, oh, that's interesting. So I want to do something nice for this person and they're being totally weird. Oh, that's how I was. You can ask for what you want and you can be taking all of the actions But if you are subconsciously saying to the universe that, no, 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 I'm good. (laughs) You're going to have a problem when it comes to manifesting. Let's start with this. How good are you at taking compliments? That's a form of receiving. And it could be just one of the ways that you're rejecting abundance on a daily basis. And again, when I talk about abundance, it could be love, money, health, whatever. Are you actually able to just say thank you or I'm receiving that? 
without getting all spazzy and weird? Are you able to receive pleasure? Do you allow yourself to take time for yourself? Do you allow yourself to take time off from your business or do you feel guilty about it? Like you have to constantly be working. Do you allow your clients to pay you? I know that sounds ridiculous. Without always giving discounts, without bartering, which to be honest is one of the worst things you can do when you're trying to open yourself to abundance. Bartering basically is like saying, no, I'm not willing to take money or receive money. Do you allow yourself to use the good china or the good crystal? Is that even still a thing? I remember when I got married like 100 years ago, that was like you used the good china and we never did. We never even used it once. Do you allow yourself to wear your expensive underwear, not just on special occasions? I want you to actually ask yourself, what areas of your life are you not allowing yourself to receive? The best way to start to open to receiving, just get good at taking compliments. Pick up those coins you find on the street or wherever you're finding those mind dimes or whatever you're finding. It's free money. Pick it up. <laughs> so there you have it. Those are the five steps that I use to manifest things in my life and that I've been teaching my clients to use to manifest things in their lives. Just to recap, number one, you need to make space. Number two, you need to get clear. What do you desire? Number three, create those positive anchors. Number four, who do you need to become? Be, do, have. And number five, dun, 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 you need to be open to receiving. This method or these steps, I need to tell you something. If you're doing all these steps and you're being consistent with all of the steps and you're still not manifesting, I want you to go back through the steps. Maybe there's something that's unclear about your desire. Maybe it's too much of a jump and your subconscious is having a conflict. Maybe you need to declutter some more stuff. The universe wants to play with you. So start having some fun. Start asking for your mind dimes and then move to bigger things. What would it take to see a dime in the next 48 hours? Remember, be specific but not attached. I like getting people to do the mind dime thing because it allows them to be open to letting go of how the dime is going to show up in their life. I also want you to know manifesting takes practice and consistency. And this is why so many people have trouble manifesting because they are hoping or wishing that shit's just going to fall out of the sky and land on their lap or that it doesn't take time. Sometimes things take a while to manifest. Like leaving my corporate job took eight months to manifest. Manifesting my Range Rover took a year to manifest. You need to be consistent. Do you go to the gym once and then you get frustrated because you're like, well, I don't have muscles or I haven't lost 50 pounds. It's the same thing. If you want your subconscious and the power of the universe to work with you, you need to be consistent and you need to practice. So like I said, I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode. If you like what I was talking about and you want to learn more about this kind of thing, learn more about how to shift your money mindset and create abundance in your life, I am going to be doing the free masterclass. 
The link is going to be in the show notes. Get yourself on the VIP list. Be the first to find out about it. It is free. Also, I want you to tag me in Instagram and tell me what you've been manifesting. If you try out this method or these steps, tell me what you've been manifesting because I want to know. Or just tag me on Instagram and tell me what you've been manifesting in general and how you do it or if you have a special way that you like to do it because I love hearing how people do this. But just remember, practice and consistency. Until next time, go manifest some cool shit. Thank you so much for joining me today. You have no idea how much I love and appreciate you for taking time to listen because shows like this are not possible without people like you. You can find me over on Instagram at underscore Brenda Johnson. Tag me to post and let me know what your favorite episode has been. And if there's something that you want to hear, let me know. Shoot me a DM and I'm always going to get back to you. I want this podcast to help as many people as possible. So please take a moment if you can to leave me an honest comment and review so I know what you think of the show. And if you could, help me spread the love by hitting that share button.